everyone. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, actually had a pretty fun weekend, but um, I know it's been about two weeks since I did an episode, so I just wanted to give you guys some new content. So this episode is going to be about growing up in Chicago. Um, I just want to talk about my personal experience with that. Um, you know, I was born and raised south side of Chicago, south side, <laughs> and um, I don't know, just feeling nostalgic, just kind of want to touch on it, talk on it, and just share my experience. I feel like I've been hearing a lot of stuff in the news, a lot of stuff personally from people that I know or people who know someone that I know, just a lot of stuff with violence and death and political corruption. It is so much stuff. And I mean, I'll be honest, I've had a a love-hate relationship with Chicago. I loved it when I was a kid, um, probably somewhere between college between high school and between high school and graduating college I think I started seeing the city differently which makes sense because you know I was growing up and um doing different things you know starting a career and just living in different parts of the city and just seeing things differently from how I used to see it when I was a child and you know your viewpoint just changes about things as you get older a lot of things I didn't notice when I was you know a kid but as you get older you just see the world obviously with different and clearer eyes so I'm just gonna get into it so I grew up in the Roseland neighborhood um, for those who don't quite know where that's at, it is a little bit south of Chatham and a little bit north of Pullman. Um, if you know where like Chicago State is, it's in the vicinity. So, so yeah, that's where my roots are. Grew up over there. Not quite in the wild hunnets. Um... That was a little, that was across the bridge from me. And, um, yeah, it got a little, got popping over there. It was a little, a little hot. So it was always told to me to stay on this side, you know, um, and not go under, over the bridge, um, especially at night because there was a lot of gangs over there. There was GD, BD. And whatever else, but that's mostly like what I knew. Um, and there was gangs over near me too, but again, the Wild Hunnets was called the Wild Hunnets for a reason. Um, it wasn't calm. So a lot of the gangs and um, shootings and deaths kind of happened over in that area. So even though there were gangs and like, you know, they were in the vicinity and I knew about them and you know you can walk down the street and you know the difference between someone who lives in the neighborhood and you know has a job has their nine to five and you know the guy who's like on the corner who's always on the corner who's trapping and who's like you know 
selling drugs night and day and who's posted on the corner doing what he does, but he's cool. Like, you know, if you're a kid, he's not going to mess with you, boy or girl. Like, you know, you're a kid, so you don't get messed with. You don't get, you know, nobody, uh, you know, gets you involved or anything like that. Like, they say hi. They even may, like, I don't know, give you a little bit of money or... You know, just whatever. Ask how your family's doing. Like, just because the dude on the corner, you know, is a drug dealer, is in a gang, it doesn't mean like he's a bad person. So that's kind of how my neighborhood was. It's like we knew there were gangs around. We might have actually personally knew someone who was in a gang or knew someone who, or at least somebody's family. You know, maybe we know the mom or the dad or the uncle and the auntie, and they know that we know that, you know, they have somebody in their family who ended up getting initiated in something. And it's like, okay, like, we're not going to treat you differently. It's all love. Like, just be respectful. Don't hurt anybody. Um, you know, and that's it. You know, do what you do. If you're out here hustling or whatever, do that. But just. Don't have any kids getting hurt. Don't be out here shooting people. And to be honest, when I was growing up, it was rare that I saw, like, police cars on my block or around my neighborhood. Like, that just really wasn't a thing. Um, You know, that just really wasn't an issue. It was just kind of like, like I said, like, um, we knew the gangs were there and they knew we were here. And they respected people's families, and the families respected the gangs. And we just stayed separate and did our separate things. You get your head nod, you walk through, and, you know, that's it. But we're all going to be together at the block party, and we're all going to be together at, um, you know, living in this community. So we know each other by name, we know each other's family, and, you know, it's all love, it's all good. Just don't do anything stupid. And, you know, today, that's not the case at all. These, you know, thugs, they walk around and they're like, they think they own the neighborhood. They don't want to be your friend. They don't care who your mother is, your father is, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle. They're like, fuck everybody. Um, You know, they're very angry and they're going around shooting anybody and everybody on sight whether it's on purpose or by accident, and they just don't care, and that's just not how it used to be. There actually used to be a mutual respect between um, gangs and how they, you know, cho- were choosing to live their life, and then everybody else in the community who wasn't a part of that. There was this uh, understanding to stay separate, stay out of each other's way, and keep each other, and allow, you know, the community to stay safe who wasn't involved in the in the gangs. Um but you know, that is just not the case anymore. So, I don't know <clears throat> exactly when that shift happened, but I think when I was in high school, I started to notice like violence happening a lot more in a way that was like less contained in some of the neighborhoods that I knew on the south side or other neighborhoods in Chicago that didn't used to be so rowdy, they started to be rowdy, you know. It was a lot of, like, wild hunnets in places that weren't really even like that. Um, 
like my block was full of families and older people and you know people who had generations of family grow up in the neighborhood so there really wasn't any issues I knew all my neighbors and my neighbors knew me sometimes that was good and sometimes it was bad <laughs> you know it was good when you just wanted to you know hang out with some people in your neighborhood like you have like you know six kids on one block that you can just go and hang out with but then when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing <laughs> you know also same thing like the neighborhood knows the parents know and they're going to tell they will tell your parents and they're not going to feel bad about it they're just like this is how it goes <laughs> that's just the law the community law so <clears throat> yeah I mean that's a few of the things that you know were kind of part of my childhood growing up on the south side in my particular community it was very family oriented like we were a community we were like a tribe to be honest so you know we celebrated each other when it came to you know oh your kid is graduating or you know your kid just you know got this award or had this achievement like everybody was happy to celebrate like it wasn't just your family it was the whole block you know block parties was a thing barbecues for the block and all that stuff was a thing um but you know now like when I visit my own neighborhood I don't know half the people that live here so that is kind of it's unfortunate because I used to probably, <clears throat> excuse me, could go to every house on the block on each side and know every single person. And that's not the case anymore. Like, I'm lucky if I know maybe five people who live on, you know, my childhood home um, block now. And that's crazy, kind of crazy to me. Like, that's a big shift. But I, um, I guess this is life, you know, like neighborhoods change, times change. It kind of is what it is. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, I'm just going to segue into like the fun stuff from growing up on the south side. <clears throat> Instead of, um, you know, just having like a whole negative podcast or whatever. I mean, you know. There's a good, there's a bad, there's the ups and downs, but yeah, let's talk about the the fun stuff. So, um, I mean, a Chicago kid now versus like a 90 Chicago kid on the south side, like we made fun out of doing anything. We would literally just sit on the porch of whoever's house and have our chips and cheese our flame of hots or our Doritos with our jalapeno peppers and our um, beef and cheese. That has to be the combo or it's just, it's not right. Um, and obviously like you gotta go to like the corner store, you gotta go to somebody's house. Preferably I like to go to this lady's house who did it and she just like, she charged you less, you get you a couple bags. And you um, have your flame of hots. I prefer flame of hots and cheese and um, and meat and jalapenos versus the Doritos. The Doritos were okay, but it was just like nachos. I'm like, I want it to be. I like this spicy, so 
Hello to my flaming hots or my hot flamings. And um yeah, we just sat on the porch and we kicked it. We had about 25 cent juices, our 25 cent bags of chips, and um yeah, I miss those days. Like every time I buy a bag of chips <laughs> I literally get a little ticked off because I'm like, I remember when a bag of chips was 25 cents and I'm like, I can't get that shit anymore. And I'm just like, uh, I should have stocked up on all the chips <laughs> for 25 cents for the rest of my life. But I mean, I guess they wouldn't want stale, but <laughs> yeah, I miss 25 bag of chips like so much. 25 um bag i mean 25 cent bags and you get four four dollar and then you stock up and then like you can get like you know just spend a couple bucks and then you have your little lunch set you have your several bags of chips and then of course your friends are gonna bag you at lunch come lunchtime everybody's like oh who has chips who has some hot flamings blah 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 can i have some and then you you know if you're not feeling it you just say no or if you're like me you know, I always felt bad. So I'm like, okay, fine. I check, share my chips with y'all. But then they would eat all your damn chips. So you just have to learn how to either hide it or <laughs> eat it on the low. Or just say no and just eat your chips to yourself because, you know, it's fine. You don't have to share all the time. Um, but yeah. I mean, we just had simple fun. So we sit on the porch, have our little chips, talk, kick it, have our little water fights, you know. <clears throat> I don't think I ever had the opportunity to, like, have a fire fire hydrant bust open and then just, like, play in the fire hydrant. But I always wanted that to happen, and it never did. <laughs> Around my neighborhood, I guess they just didn't, that just didn't happen. But, um... Yeah, I wanted that to happen, but we had our little water fights. We had our um, super soakers. Uh, a lot of the boys had their water, huge water guns, super soakers, and we'd get balloons and fill them with water and just run around the neighborhood and chase each other. Um, we would play it a lot. It was a huge thing. Um, I mean, we were intense people would climb trees and jump fences to get away from people to play it like a few people almost got hit by a car a couple times trying to run around and dodge getting tagged getting tagged it so that was pretty pretty huge um yeah I don't know what else did we do oh biking I used to ride my bike a lot so I used to bike with a couple of couple of guys in the neighborhood and um yeah we do that play cops and robbers like you have to like tag somebody's bike tire and like try to like bump them and sometimes you knock them off their bike so yeah I I was a tomboy growing up by the way so for anybody thinks that I'm like super super feminine girly I mean I'll claim that now but catch me back in the day baby Mm -mm. I was a tomboy I wore jeans pretty much all the time, and I wore cute little girly tops, but it was very rare that I was wearing dresses. I just, I don't know. I don't think I liked them. I didn't like how my body looked because I was, like, very thin, Um, and I just preferred to be in jeans. Plus, I was, like, playing with a lot of um, boys in the neighborhood for, like, a while, and I have a lot of male cousins, so 
Um, I was just doing a lot of rough stuff. So wearing a dress was kind of like, well, that's not an option. Um, yeah, but I definitely, I was a big video game head. I still love video games, but, well, I like arcade. But, um, you know, I grew up on, like, a Sega Genesis and then PlayStation, you know, PlayStation 2 and up from there. I used to just um, beat the shit out of my male cousins and my male friends at, like, everything, you know, Tekken, Tekken and Mortal Kombat and all that shit. So, yeah, they used to think that they could beat me, but actually was pretty good so I love to like challenge men to this day in arcade at like Tekken or Mortal Kombat because I'm like I have years of experience in this um let me think what else um I don't know well outside of the block and just like hanging out at each other's houses or running around in the summertime just having fun we you know, as we got a little bit older, we'd go farther. So we would, like, go downtown to the Taste of Chicago, which was, like, huge. Everybody and their mama would go to the Taste of Chicago. And this is before they would start shooting on the 4th of July or the 3rd of July. This is when it was as fun. You went, you stuffed your face. The food was amazing. Um, and they had great music performances. Like, they would book like major people I remember I saw Earth, Wind and Fire with my mom when I was pretty young and um I was a, like a Motown fan as a as a kid because I just was surrounded by people who had Motown on repeat on um repeat that in Dusty's so yeah I was listening to a lot of old ass music like as a kid it was just funny but um yeah so I heard if Earth, Wind, and Fire or saw them when I was a kid, which was like awesome. And I actually wish I would have saw, saw them again as I got older. Um, but yeah, at least I saw them that once. And yeah, I just love to taste. I used to go like every year religiously. I went with my family, I went with my friends. Um, you know, we just go as a group of girls, get our little outfits for the taste, because you know, that's the thing, you gotta have your outfit. And, um, yeah, you go, you go with your girls and you be cute. And then you see who, you know, who's the, how many boys like try to talk to you. And then you kind of compare like how many, um, you know, times you gave out your number or whatever. Just kind of see who's the cutest. Like how many boys talk to me today? Oh, there was more trying to talk to Just stupid stuff because you're young. And then the boys, of course, they get together and they're over there as a group trying to talk to every girl and get her number prove that they got game just funny silly silly stuff that we do as kids um which brings me to the juke parties and the house parties which was very much a part of being a chicago kid um regardless if you've like south side west side whatever the little juke spots was lit so um I mean, I don't really have to explain. If you're from Chicago, you know what juking is. You know that we were nasty. <laughs> you know we were wrong. So then they're grinding on people at these little parties, these little boys. Um, yeah, you cannot pay me to do that shit now. But <laughs> at the time, I don't know. We thought it was fun. <clears throat> but yeah, the little, um, you know, 
all the guys had their little jerseys on and their jeans or their white tees and their Air Force Ones and their rubber bands on their jeans and all the girls had on, I don't know, baby fat jeans and, um, you know, I don't even know, I'm trying to think. Maybe some ones too or some mics um, or some Jordans or whatever. Um, I don't know, what were the girls wearing? I mean, I guess whatever. It depends on where you shopped. I guess Rainbow. I think a lot of girls are just like shopping Rainbow, getting whatever little outfit. Um, but yeah, juke parties. That was a thing. And the rink. Going to the rink, skating over on 80-something. I can't remember. But it's called the rink. So that was also pretty lit. That was a thing. And then... Yeah. Oh, obviously the lakefront. That's huge. So you just get together with your friends. You go to the lakefront. You walk around. <clears throat> yeah, just live life. So, yeah, Chicago. So I'm going to wrap it up here because I feel like I want to do this episode in two parts. This is just a lot of stuff I can talk about when it comes to being raised in Chicago. So I'm just going to touch on some other stuff in the next episode. I haven't even gotten into food yet. And and we know that can just be a whole episode on its own. Um, so yeah, this is part one of just me talking about, you know, some things about Chicago I experienced growing up, some things I hated, some things I loved. Just my experience as a Chicago kid. Um, but yeah, I'm going to close it out with this little song that I like by No Name, a Chicago uh, female rapper. And um, I don't know, this song just kind of like wraps up that sh- Chicago kid nostalgia for me. So I'm going to play a clip of that. And I'll just end it on that note. And next week, I'll release part two. All right, you guys take care.